Well, here we are. It is time, Simba. If you understand that reference, you might be about the age where we should be working together. It's possible. But it is now one of three times a year that I'm accepting clients for my freedom framework, overcoming food sensitivities and increasing energy without unnecessary restriction. My goal for my one-on-one clients is to take them through frameworks and explore tools for achieving 50, 80, 90% of their goals in just a few months and show them how to continue to heal on their own so they don't need me anymore. Honestly, I think we're doing great one-on-one work here, helping women that would otherwise be falling through the cracks, thinking that they're just aging, that they're just moms, that they just, and it may be true that they just have stress when really those stress hormones and their other core systems just really need some serious support and some serious love to serve them for years to come without symptoms. So if you'd like to clear inflammation, eczema, food sensitivities, or improve energy and brain clarity, I'd love to chat with you. You can book a call with me at kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, kristabigler.com forward slash FSS, and that link will be in the show notes. Welcome to the Less Stressed Life podcast. This is your host, Krista Bigler, private practice integrative nutritionist, helping people across the U.S. reverse digestive issues, eczema, and autoimmunity via phone and video consult. To learn more, visit lessstressednutrition.com. Now, on to the show. Alrighty, today on The Less Stressed Life, we have Asim Khan, who is founder of Zen Curcumin. Now, you might wonder why. Well, Asim, I met him at a conference recently. We were at the national, the big powwow or the big um, rendezvous or the big gathering and meeting place of all the dietitians in the nation. And um, he was wearing his Love South Dakota hat or he was wearing his uh, Custer State Park hat, which is in the Black Hills of South Dakota. And I don't usually talk about that here. But of course, that made me love him instantly. And I love curcumin and I love turmeric. And so I wanted him to come on and chat about that today. So Asim is a former financed professional uh, with 20 years experience. And he's turned into a holistic health and wellness lifestyle entrepreneur, do-gooder and founder of Zen Curcumin, I believe along with his brother, um, curcumin from turmeric, which we'll talk all about. And so these beverages, which I have one on my desk, are these lovely health and infused um, tasty drinks. And so we'll talk all about influence inflammation, turmeric, and more today. Welcome to the show, Asim. Yes, good morning, Krista. Thank you. Uh, and it's good to talk to you again. Uh, yeah. That was a wonderful conversation at Fancy Conference. Yeah, it was fun. So let's talk about, I read about your story on why you started this company, and I thought it was so heartwarming. So let's talk about, I mean, you had a great job. Uh, you were in this finance career for a long time, and now you took this total 180. So let's get the backstory. What happened here? Sure. Um, so my brother and I got into this business after 20 plus years, each on Wall Street, doing all sorts of fun things like investment banking, private equity and uh, hedge fund. So we did have lucrative and illustrious career, but we always found something was missing. Uh, the challenge war- weighed over time and uh, we just had this gut feeling that we should be doing something more for the world, something more for humanity. So that was uh, sort of the inspiration of us starting to talk about doing something together. And health and wellness has been a focus of our uh, for a long time. Uh, We have seen uh, people within our families, friends and others who have uh, dealt with health issues uh, and 
we've had folks with cancers uh, that have dealt with uh, cancer. And so we wanted to uh, see if there was a way to do something together where we could do good for the world uh, in a social, ethical manner, but then also focus on health and wellness. And um, we got into this uh, crazy business uh, with an aha moment. So stepping back, we're originally from Pakistan. Um, our part of the world for thousands and thousands of years has used nature as the source of healing. Uh, it is known as Ayurvedic medicine. So India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, and most of South Asia uses Ayurvedic medicine. It's nature is healing effectively. So it has been part of our DNA uh, for 40 plus years each and our families for 5,000 years. And so we were traveling back to Pakistan in November 2016 with our parents. Our father, he's 80 some years old. Um, he's dealt with his diabetes for the last 30 years, primarily through his diet. Uh, and we'll get back to that, but nature as medicine is very important. Food as medicine is very important uh, in this context. And so while we were there, he did have a very severe flare-up of diabetic nerve pain in his foot. So our aunt did what a typical Pakistani would do to uh, heal the inflammation, which was she took ground turmeric, blended it with olive oil, made a paste out of it, and applied it to his foot. Now, his pain was so severe and came all of a sudden that he was not able to stand at that point. So she applied that pace to his foot, and less than an hour later, his pain was gone. This has been known in that part of the world for a long time. The, the, the Urdu word for that paste is called haldi, H-A-L-D-I. And uh, we've had our parents apply that to us when we've uh, dealt with pain issues over our lifetimes as well. So we, we, we knew about this. It was just that it was that perfect time in our lives where we were looking to do something. And that was the aha moment. And so that started our journey uh, into uh, what is today called Zen. Oh, cool. So dad has diabetes. And I don't know if I mean, he had the foot pain. So I don't know if that was basically diabetic neuropathy. But mom or your aunt puts on this Haldi paste, right? So it's turmeric and olive oil pain has gone in an hour. So you and your brother have this epiphany that, oh, my gosh, this thing that we've had our whole lives, we could take um, we could do this thing, like we wanted to do something to make a difference in the world. And this might be it. So actually, that's a pretty cool little gap here. Take us Take us through, because I'm actually a little bit curious about, I worked in um, like the food industry for a very short amount of time. So I'm always kind of curious nowadays with some of these smaller or newer startups or the ones that aren't mega companies about this little bridge and gap. So when you see turmeric and olive oil applied to inflammation, you see that happening. How does that then become a bottled product in the United States? Can you just give us a little short thing on kind of the trials of that a little uh, bit, what that's like? We decided that we wanted to get to the science behind this ancient wisdom. And so from November 2016 to about May 2017, all we did was start researching the science behind turmeric. And there were some key findings uh, that I think it's important for uh, consumers to know. One is that turmeric, the root, uh, is composed of 90 plus different compounds. Um, 
the one compound, it's actually uh, three or four compounds together. It's called curcumin. Curcuminoids is the other term that's used. And that's where the source of turmeric's anti-inflammatory, antioxidant healing power comes from. However, this compound is only 2 to 6% of a turmeric root. And you need a pretty substantial amount of these curcumin compounds to have the um, health benefits that are associated with turmeric. In the Eastern culture, turmeric is consumed in food uh, through cooking uh, in very significant amounts. In the Western Hemisphere, turmeric is a pretty substantial trend. However, sprinkling a little bit of turmeric on food or drinking turmeric tea doesn't have the amount of curcumin the human body needs to have the efficacious effect of fighting inflammation. So we spent the seven months focusing on the research uh, on curcumin, not turmeric. And so uh, one of the other key findings that's important about curcumin is that it has low bioavailability. Uh, in other words, it doesn't absorb into the human body uh, just by consuming it by itself. In the Eastern culture, with cooking, uh, there's fats and oils and ghee that is used to make meals that have turmeric in it. And so curcumin, the compound, is a fat-soluble. Uh, the oils bind to the curcumin, and that's how you get the absorption in the human body. We do not use oils or fats uh, because it will... Um, uh, make the taste not so good. So what we have done is we use an extract from black pepper fruit called uh, piperine. And piperine has been studied for its health benefits, but also it's considered an adaptogen. The adaptogen is what binds to the curcumin and increases absorption by 2,000% or more. So um, we wanted to bring a product to market that was convenient, that was engaging and effective, and didn't have the better taste that turmeric is known to have. And um, that's why we went to the curcumin instead of using turmeric, and that's why we blend in piperine to create that absorption. Otherwise, uh, the 200 plus milligrams of curcumin that we have in every bottle, which actually is equivalent to anywhere from 10 to 15 turmeric roots, uh, would just go through your system and then uh, people wouldn't get the health benefits that um, are associated with uh, curcumin. This is all really important. Um, I'm going to recap a little bit. So 2 to 6% of turmeric uh, is curcumin, right? It's about it's a, it's a compilation of about three to four compounds that primarily is anti-inflammatory. And as a side note, as far as I know, turmeric is the most widely studied herb in the world. We have the most studies. I want to say at least 2,000 studies on turmeric. And I could be getting that number a little off. But the last time I looked into this, it was, it was, it's pretty, um, pretty darn safe, pretty darn well known about, um, and kind of a big deal. So I love that you talked about Ayurveda earlier. 
And I wanted to mention, I didn't know anything about Ayurveda until college. One of my jobs, I was a so I was going to school for nutrition and also journalism. And so I, as part of my journalism internship, I got to interview all the researchers on campus. And one of my favorite ones were um, was a couple Indian professors. And one of them was, I think, studying curcumin. And so we were talking about Ayurveda, which was the first time I'd heard of it. So um, since that point, I'd been kind of really interested in it. And it makes me think... Immediately, I wonder if you're going to expand and do other Ayurvedic principles. But anyway, we can talk about that later. So back to turmeric. <laughs> Two to six percent is the curcumin. I happen, I just have to ask, though, what happens to the other 90 percent of the turmeric root? Is there a use for that or not really? Uh, there are other types of um, properties that are associated with the other compounds, just like with any other type of plant, uh, you know, that are composed of different compounds. The bioactive ingredient is curcumin. And the, the research around turmeric is uh, primarily focused on curcumin. And there's over 30,000 scientific, medical, and academic papers, many of which are available on U.S. government websites, including NCBI, and 160-plus clinical trials. And the, all of those are on curcumin. Turmeric just happens to be a vehicle that the curcumin uh, is in. It's all curcumin's also in ginger. So some of the health properties that are associated with ginger come from the curcumin that's inside ginger. But it's even a smaller percentage than the two percent. Um, so, in any event, yes, uh, the curcumin uh, is the source of that anti-inflammation uh, that people have come to understand is associated with turmeric. So I have a couple more questions because if people don't know what turmeric looks like, it looks like ginger root. That's kind of yellow on the inside. I mean, it looks more like that than anything else. Are turmeric and ginger related or closely related? And then where does turmeric grow? Because when I order it online in bulk to juice and then store in my freezer, I think, I wonder if we could grow this somewhere, but there mu it must only grow in a certain part of the world for a reason. Yes. Uh, so ginger and turmeric root are cousins. Uh, and turmeric is primarily grown in tropical or uh, temporal types of regions. So India is the largest producer of turmeric. Pakistan, Bangladesh uh, are also uh, sizable producers. It's also grown in Hawaii and in the Caribbean. So the weather definitely has an impact on uh, the, the growth of turmeric. And then just like with grapes and wine, uh, you, you know, it depends upon the region that they're grown. They have different properties associated with it. So the Indian turmeric has the highest concentration of curcumin. Uh, the Hawaiian turmeric has much lower concentration of curcumin. And again, going back to our earlier point, it's curcumin that gives you the anti-inflammatory health properties. So that's the focus, the curcumin. So we in our uh, beverage use the curcumin that comes from India that's grown on 100% solar-powered farms and the processing facilities that are used to extract that curcumin are also 100% solar-powered. Mm -hmm. So um, that was my next question, is exactly where you were getting your 
curcumin or turmeric, or maybe it's already, I'm guessing, yes, you're just buying the raw curcumin that's already processed to put into your beverage. But um, what does a turmeric field look like? Is that just uh, like wide open field roots that you pull out of the ground? Like I can't even visualize this. I have no idea. Yes, it's it's, um, and I can send you a picture of what the turmeric uh, field looks like. But it is, it's exactly that. It would be like a potato field. Oh, interesting. I wonder if ginger is the same then. Probably. Yep, exactly the same. Ginger, potato, uh, turmeric. Those are roots, and then typically uh, a turmeric root. Um, a turmeric field, you would see a flower on top of it. Um, so that's how you recognize that what's underneath the ground is turmeric. There's a certain flower that is above ground. Oh, that sounds really p- pretty, actually. So when you're going about sourcing your turmeric or your curcumin, <coughs> how do you decide? How do you decide where you were going to get it? Did you have local contacts that helped with that process? Um where you were from or did was this i mean this is a process right picking picking where you're going to get your curcumin that's the whole basis of your product yes uh that is a very good question uh we are very laser focused on getting the highest quality ingredients and we are also a b corp socially ethically environmentally responsible company so our um ingredients and our supply chain uh, has to be of the highest standard. So actually, to answer your question, we spent an uh, extraordinary amount of time researching for ourselves the suppliers of curcumin. And the ones that are considered, um, I would say, uh, of the highest quality, there's about 10 of them. So we talked to actually 40 different suppliers of curcumin, we received samples. We uh, had some independent labs do some testing. And then uh, we actually interviewed each of these suppliers that we had narrowed down. And then we selected the supplier that we use today because they have the highest uh, purity, highest efficacy, and uh, they are uh, environmentally friendly. Uh, because of our B Corp certification, uh, we work with suppliers that have a social mission as well as a environmental impact associated with the ingredients that they supply. Okay. So you talked about curcumin being in both turmeric and ginger. Is there other foods that it's in? Those are the two that are primarily known. Uh, it is, um, it, it's not known to me uh, whether there are the curcumins in any other uh, food ingredient or food product. Okay. And this is another big point. You talked about how curcumin is not very bioavailable, meaning we don't absorb it very well without the, um, without fats, because we need, it's a fat soluble nutrient. So it needs fats like ghees and oils and things like that to work. But, and, and this is kind of well known now that, um, piperine or bioprene, is there a difference in these two words, bioprene or piperine? What's the correct term? Yes, piperine is the technical term. Bioprine is a brand. Ah, okay. Thank you so much. I always kind of wondered that because you'll see different ones around. And I do see that there are, at least on supplements, when I'm recommending turmeric supplements, I definitely see um, there are some branded terminology. So there must be some um, delivery mechanisms. As I think about this, I think about I have one company that I sometimes use for a supplemental curcumin product, and they talk about their bioavailability. It's liposomal. So 
um, basically just well-absorbed nanoparticulate form. And so anyway, my point is, without getting into the technicalities of that, because I don't ne- I'm not necessarily the expert on that, um, I do see that there are some different uh, branded things around curcumin or max turmeric or max something, who knows, whatever. Um, but this is a big deal because it is important to get high quality supplements. And this is kind of the thing people learn about a product and then they go like just buy something off the shelf. And that's not always the best way to do something because you're not, who knows if one, you know, supplements, you have to really know your companies. Otherwise you don't know if you're getting a good product, right? And this is why we're talking to you as a company, even though this in theory, could be biased. I like your product, so we can talk regardless, uh, right? But that's the thing about supplements is you have to be so careful. You have to really know your company and your integrity, which is obviously why it's such a big deal to you guys that you're now a B Corp, which I know is a recent certification. I didn't even know that was a thing, um, but it's a, it's kind of a big deal, right? It's a huge deal. Uh, for starters, um, we on our label literally put the exact amount of curcumin that's in our bottle and we have it by design sediment on the bottom so when you look at our bottle and turn it over you'll see what we call liquid gold because of the health properties but also it's a very expensive ingredient uh the consumer has that confidence that what they're actually getting in the product is what's actually stated or claimed. And so we actually put right on our label at the bottom 200 plus milligrams of curcumin. And another important thing about curcumin is there's a standardization factor that's applied to it. So the standardization factor on our on our curcumin is 100%. So you're getting 100% of efficacious curcumin. The standardization factor can range anywhere from 10% to 80, 90%. And so that standardization factor is another important technical thing that uh, consumers have to be aware of. So in supplements, they combine curcumin with various other different compounds. Uh, So one thing that we have uh, never been clear on is how much curcumin you're actually getting in that supplement. It may say uh, 500 milligram, and it's a special count. It's a special uh, blend. So they'll have curcumin in there, they'll have boswellia, and then they'll have a few other ingredients. But you don't know what amount of curcumin you're getting. Most of the scientific, academic, and medical research that has been published on uh, curcumin is on a dosage of anywhere from 150 milligrams to 300 milligrams on a daily basis. That is exactly. I'm glad you're taking the words out of my mouth. My question was, how much curcumin by the research is it thought that is needed? So you're saying it's UC and research 350 to 400. Is that what you just said? No, 150 milligrams to 300 milligrams. So our 200 milligrams standardized at 100% is within that recommended dosage or the research dosage. Got it. So I see highly inflammatory conditions, so I never worry about giving 600 milligrams on up. In theory, this is food, so we're not really worried about overdoing correct as medicine. Correct. That's correct. So, for example, the U.S. military has been using curcumin uh, and researching curcumin for over 10 years for treatment of PTSD, which is a derived anti-inflammatory condition. Um, So... They use significantly higher. They're using thousands of milligrams of curcumin uh, for treatment of PTSD. Yeah, and I have gotten to where we'll sometimes dose into um, 
pretty big doses like that. So I, yeah, very cool. So that makes a good point. You just talked about how the military is using turmeric. Um, so tell me about some other, you, you also mentioned another important point. People think inflammation. And so actually, this is a good time to mention this in case people haven't heard this before. You know, this podcast is called The Less Stress in Life, not because we're experts on stress, because it's a synonym for inflammation. And when I used to say inflammation, the only people that listened were the people that already knew about inflammation. So stress is a little bit more of a ubiquitous or common term. And so when we talk about inflammation, it really causes pretty, it's kind of like a foundation to pretty much all chronic disease. Would you agree with that? 110%. In fact, um, that has been a cultural known in the Eastern culture for thousands of years. And when people say you want to get to the root of what affects health, that's what they're really talking about is inflammation. Inflammation can manifest itself in all forms of conditions in the human body and the mind. Uh, depression, anxiety, or inflammation linked. Arthritis is inflammation linked. My wife has Crohn's. That's inflammation based. Heart disease is inflammation based. Cancer uh, is uh, at the root inflammation of the tissue uh, that uh, manifests itself as cancer over a period of time. So if humans, consumers can have diets where they are rich in anti-inflammatory properties. Uh, they can have a healthier, happier life and have the tools necessary to fight or prevent the types of conditions that develop over time. There has been significant research that has been done for curcumin's anti-inflammatory properties, how it benefits or prevents Alzheimer's. There's been research done related to depression and anxiety uh, on curcumin's benefits. So it's all information linked. At the, at the root of health, it is inflammation. So if we as human beings can uh, incorporate foods and beverages into our diets that are anti-inflammatory, uh, we are doing good by our bodies and we'll have a happier, healthier life. By the way, the other important thing to note is that sugar is uh, known to be an inflammatory agent. Alcohol is known to be an inflammatory agent. So uh, people who consume a lot of sugar in their diets end up having different types of diseases, including diabetes and other types of heart issues, et cetera, because that sugar creates the inflammation in the body and the tissues that causes those problems over time. All right. So let me ask you a hard question. <laughs> yes. Put you on the please. spot then. So um, on the bottle here, the first ingredient is water. The second ingredient is cane sugar. I correct. see that there are two grams of sugar per serving, which means four grams for the bottle because there's two servings in the bottle, correct? But there's 200 milligrams total of curcumin in the bottle, correct? Correct. Correct. All right. And then we've got citric acid and we've got some curcumin and <laughs> piperine and then we got a little xanthan gum and then why do we add um vitamin c so stevia is kind of obvious we're kind of using a combo of sugar and stevia i'll let you speak to that and then i'd like to know next why you used a little vitamin c vitamin d and vitamin b12 as other um, components of the drink yes so uh, good point sugar is uh in our beverage uh for some taste 
Stevia is also in our beverage, but we don't use Stevia as a sugar additive. We actually use Stevia to mask the taste of uh, the pipe brine, the black pepper. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that's the reason we use Stevia extract. Stevia is a considered natural sugar. Your body processes sugar no matter where it comes from, whether it's natural cane sugar or whether it's from fruits or exactly the same way. It is an inflammatory So we focus heavily on trying to keep the sugar content down as much as we can without, um, you know, having a awful tasting drink. Um, In terms of some of the other ingredients that you highlight, vitamin D is in our beverage because we are based out of Milwaukee. There's uh, a number of days out of the year where there is little to no sunshine. And so we wanted to have some additional properties to our beverage. that dealt with depression, you know, that can result from lack of sunshine. And also, uh, there's research around uh, the combination of curcumin with vitamin D, how it, it uh, enhances the health benefits uh, of vitamin D. And so, we also have vitamin B12. Uh, that is an ingredient that is often used in energy drinks uh, to, you know, help uh, rejuvenate, revive the body. Uh, that's the reason we have vitamin B12 in our beverage. The xanthan gum, it was there to actually suspend the curcumin in the beverage. Uh, it did not have its intended effect. Uh, as you know, uh, from the bottle, the curcumin settles to the bottom, uh, which has worked to our benefit. The xanthan gum will most likely be coming out of our future product, um, uh, lines. Oh, that actually makes me really happy because a lot of people I work with have trouble with gums. In fact, I yep. have trouble with gums for a long time. So that makes me happy to hear that, that, and actually I was thinking that cause you said, Oh, we intentionally put the, put the curcumin on the bottom. And I agree that it feels more legit. If all I have to work with is picking up a bottle and looking at the bottom and I can see the turmeric or the curcumin settling at the bottom and I just shake it up. It feels much more real than something that's just a pretty color, right? That says it's in there. So I agree why that would happen. Um, by the way, by the way, xanthan gum, you will find in most gluten-free products, right? Yeah. It's in a lot of products. It's in pretty much all, um, non-dairy milks as a stabilizer, but, and that's why it can be really hard to pinpoint that it's a problem for some people. So, um, so it makes sense that D and curcuma would be synergistic if they're both fat soluble, um, because they both need they, those things all tend to work together. Um, I would say about half of my clients are low in B12 for a variety of reasons. And then vitamin C, is that just there for the antioxidant properties? So we're that, not turning colors. That's, that's exactly right. Uh, vitamin C, um, is there for the antioxidant properties to enhance the antioxidant properties. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about, uh, and I was thinking, so it doesn't make the color of the drink uh, change, right? Isn't that sometimes a purpose in food food manufacturing, right? Keeps the color nice? Uh, well, as you um, can gauge for yourself, the, the lemon ginger flavor and the mango lychee are uh, yellowish or orangish looking. And then the other two flavors, um, the mixed berry and the pomegranate cranberry are uh, more reddish, uh, but the curcumin itself has an overpowering uh, color impact because curcumin, uh, as we have discussed, is the source of anti-inflammatory properties of turmeric. 
but it's actually also what gives turmeric the orange color. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how this happened, and I know you can't say too much about it, but I know you mentioned earlier, you mentioned early something about, um, I can't remember who it was, someone taking Zen or your beverage. Uh, and then I know when we talked, we talked about different sports teams and I know you can't disclose which sports teams, but that brings me to a point, like who, what are some of the interesting things you've seen as a result of launching this product? Um, maybe people that it's helped, um, maybe best ways to take it. Maybe why would athletes use it? Do they use it post-workout? Is it a post-workout drink for them, um, to bring inflammation down? Cause exercise is kind of a natural inflammation, um, that happens. So tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, so we have been very blessed to be able to uh, penetrate almost two dozen professional sports teams, football, basketball, baseball, as well as hockey. And we're getting into now collegiate sports teams. Uh, You hit it on the head that inflammation uh, results from working out or training or injury. And so uh, majority, if not all of the professional sports teams and all the collegiate sports teams uh, have been consuming uh, curcumin in capsule forms, uh, you know, for as long as uh, they have been around. So they, they know about the health benefits of curcumin. This is a uh, beverage that ends up in their coolers uh, for the athletes to enjoy uh, for the taste uh, with the known health benefits uh, in, in, uh, training or in, um, after post working out. So we, uh, we're not, we don't disclose the teams that we're working with, but our, uh, beverages have been photographed, uh, on the field, football fields next to the athletes, uh, that they're consuming, you know, during their training or, uh, in the locker rooms. Yeah. But more importantly, are the teams winning? (laughs) Yes. Uh, okay. Um, the, the baseball team won. So that uh, is about all I can say. It's clearly your drink. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would like to take some credit for it. <laughs> yes, uh, the teams are winning. Well, food does make a huge difference in sports performance. Um, I don't know if people necessarily realize that, but there's some great stories I'll just touch on really quick. Um, in high school sports, there is a um, in Georgia, there was a they added a food program in the evening because these kids were going home and not getting food at night. It was in a low um, income area where the kids just and that's I mean I see that a lot where I'm at too. Um, but anyway, so they instituted a night and uh, a, a supper meal program. And that year, the football team went to state. Um, this year in our little town, they implemented kind of a nutrition program after games as well. And our team was like the best it's been in years and years and years. So I I mean, those are just two tiny, little, tiny examples. But nutrition makes a huge, huge difference. That's why we have um, at the pro level, those athletes are getting well, well fed. So Right, right. And, uh, you know, we're, as I said, we're blessed to be able to get into these professional sports teams uh, you know, despite being a startup, whereas uh, other brands that are hundreds of millions of dollars of revenue or billions of dollars of revenues uh, have been attempting to get into these professional sports teams and they're not able to get in because nutrition is the most one of the most critical elements of performance, not just physical performance in athletes, 
or soldiers, but also mental performance. So your point about nutrition having an impact with students, that's huge. Uh, if students are eating properly, they're putting the right things in their body, they're going to have better focus, better memory. Uh, if they're putting junk into their body, they're going to have highs and lows throughout the day. Their concentration is going to be impacted and their learning is going to be impacted. So nutrition boils down at the root of all the things that matter in terms of not just physical performance, but mental performance. Yeah, totally. Well, I mean, I see this a fair amount when you walk around. I go to f- little food shows occasionally, and I see small startup businesses. I mean, you guys are in an advantage because you had finance backgrounds. Um, one of the other best startup food companies I've seen, they all had, you know, they were all the companies assembled people that worked at Whole Foods and Amazon and whatever. I mean, you come with some smarts, which is handy, right? That personal experience. But the big thing is, sometimes I wonder, is this worth it for you? I mean, has... um. I And that's just a, a kind of a personal question because I feel like it's a labor of love to give up kind of a successful career to create something else that you don't know is going to sink or swim. Um, and, you know, if we all watch Shark Tank, we see how often sometimes things do sink um, when they're passion projects instead of, you know, kind of well thought out. You guys did plan this out well. Tell us if it's been worth it for you. I mean, um, you know, it's a big significant change for you guys. Yeah, it's huge. It's a, it's a labor of love, as you pointed out. It is, uh, it's a new learning every day. When we got into this business, we knew nothing about the food and beverage business. We had zero experience in retail. We had limited to no knowledge of consumer behavior. Uh, And everything from the ground up has been a learning experience, but it's a passion of ours. We are finance professionals, so we are watching, you know, the fractional pennies. Uh, to date, we have actually donated over 10% of our revenues, not profits, our revenues to charitable causes, as well as given away product uh, to the communities and soldiers who are suffering from PTSD. We, Because of our social mission, we have put uh, the interest of others ahead of ours, and we are building this in a way where all the profits that we're making are either going back to charity or going back to reinvest in the brand. So that is important because to date we have not taken a penny out of the business for ourselves uh, over the past year. And uh, we are funding this 100% ourselves, but we have uh, strong intentions to be a very successful national and hopefully a global brand down the road, doing this the right way from the get go. And, uh, you know, you we have made a lot of mistakes. We'll continue to make mistakes, but we're learning as we go. And uh, we think we'll be successful. We have uh, a strong followers. We have people sending us emails, texts, and messages telling us how our uh, beverages have been helping them with their inflammation issues. We don't make any health claims, but we do have testimonials uh, that we haven't properly marketed yet yay well you that is really amazing i just kind of wanted to like reach through the computer and give you a hug thank you so much for being so awesome um i'm gonna just put my personal stamp of approval not i mean this is there's no reason i have to do this i just want to um the reason i ordered this or i took notice of this when i walked by it was because so many products aren't really readily I live in the middle of nowhere so so many products I can't really just order and have or I'll go somewhere and I'll grab I mean you know 
I have like three big water bottles on my counter right now, right? But sometimes I just want something a little different. And so this product is shelf stable in that I can get it shipped to me. It's not carbonated, which causes some problems for different people, right? It cannot be drinking carbonated beverages before I'm talking on podcasts. Um, it has a great flavor, like kind of, I don't want to say this. It's not anything like Gatorade, but it's kind of like it if you needed some kind of comparison to something extremely popular or well-known, right? Like in a way, it's got a really like lovely flavor. It's very good. It's not like different or weird or anything like that. I think it's just good. It's easy to get. And if it was me, I mean, I, I tend to look at like, I know how hard it is to ship like heavy liquids. So I don't know how available it is on Amazon, but they have a little like a three-month auto ship program. Who knows if they'll still have that when you listen to this, but that's what I did. And I think it's fantastic because it doesn't go on forever, but it allows me to like uh, have a nice little stock that I can share and grab whenever I want. And so I've been very, very happy with it. So I really appreciate you giving me a product that I can have easily in the middle of nowhere. It's shelf stable, et cetera, et cetera. So thank you for that. Yeah, you're welcome. And uh, to your listeners and fans, uh, there is a uh, code that they could enter when they uh, look to order that they get a $7 discount. And shipping anywhere in the 48 uh, states is only $5. So it's a, it's a, we're, we're trying to make it affordable for everybody. And from a taste standpoint, we, um, we crafted our beverages. Actually, we started in our own kitchens and uh, stained a lot of pots and almost got kicked <laughs> out of our houses by our wives. Uh, but they're designed so they appeal to everybody. We have a lot of fans that are actually kids. And then the moms buy the products uh, because they have low sugar in them. And right. so uh, they, they look at that aspect in addition to the health benefits. Yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it as like a portable option. I always have a stainless water bottle for my kids in the summer, but I'm looking forward to it as a portable option that I can just take and throw in stuff, especially for the summer. Um, it's not summer right now. I got this as it was going into fall. So I look forward to that. And you're right. I did forgot to mention this. It is a very reasonable price, I think, for the quality of what it is. So that is not a big uh, pain point either. So that's fantastic. So Asim, what's next for you guys? Um, you got four flavors. Are we going to continue to ride that success? Do you have any other things coming on the pipeline? Yes. Uh, so we are not interested in being a one product wonder. Uh, we are actually working on the next set of product line extensions and packaging ins- extensions. Uh, I failed to mention uh, the vision of our business or the mission of our business is to bring the ancient wisdom that exists throughout the world to the Western or modern consumer in effective and engaging packaging. So our first wisdom that we have commercialized is curcumin uh, that's existed for 5,000 years. Uh, The packaging happens to be a 16 fluid ounce bottle uh, and it's a beverage. That's the packaging. Uh, We are working on uh, some extensions to the uh, wisdom as well as to the packaging in the beverage format. But we're also looking at over the longer term having uh, nutritional bars uh, and then health and beauty is another area where all of this is applicable. For example, in India, Pakistan and uh, other parts of South Asia, Turmeric is actually applied for beauty purposes because it's an anti-inflammatory. Wrinkles uh, at their root have inflammation. Uh, So women in India, Pakistan, Bangladesh apply turmeric 
to help slow the aging process. Mm. I would imagine they'd have very yellow faces. Yeah, so we are, we're working on how to solve for that. <laughs> turmeric, in case anyone doesn't know. So I, I mentioned I'll order turmeric um, roots. I'll store them in my freezers. I'm ready to use them because I'll juice them with carrots and oranges and things. Because if you get a really concentrated cocktail, um, you can really knock out a cold pretty darn fast. It's pretty awesome. So I'll juice them. You have to have a kind of a real slow juicer. But man, it's a mess. And it really stains your counters for a while. So you got to be careful. Put something down underneath of it. So just in case someone was one, wasn't quite aware while you guys are getting kicked out of the kitchen, it stains a lot if not careful. But I have not had a problem tipping this over and having any issues with it. Um, so anyway, uh, you know, before we came on, we mentioned, you, you mentioned what Zen means. You want to just share that with us real quick? Sure. Um, so not coming from marketing backgrounds, uh, we wanted to come up with a name of our company, uh, that was easy to remember. Um, and so we had spreadsheets upon spreadsheets of different brand names and ideas. You sound like a finance guy. Yeah, <laughs> And exactly. spreadsheets of ideas. <laughs> ideas. And so uh, Zen actually popped uh, up to the top. Zen comes from the word Zindagi, which in uh, South Asia, India, Pakistan, Bangladesh, literally translates to the word life. So if you look up Zindagi, uh, you will know that the meaning of that is life. And if you say the word Zindagi in Pakistan or India, uh, the people will recognize that word to mean life. And it's actually right on our bottle as well. We have a little blurb on our packaging that, um, that talks about the word Zin and where the brand came from. And then we also have, from a marketing branding standpoint, Wood of What Matters, and that, it goes beyond just health and wellness. It includes families. It includes communities. Uh, we are trying to be a good-for-the-world brand, not just a profit machine. And yeah. so going back to the B Corp certification and the amount of charitable contributions we've made to date without taking a penny for ourselves, that's really important to us, and we think it's important for m- most people out there. Yeah. Well, it is not always emulatable, that's for sure, but um, you guys are doing good work. You make a great product. Happy to share it. Happy to have you came on to talk about your dad's story, for one, um, how curcumin is different than turmeric overall, right? It's just 2 to 6% of turmeric. The amount that you, of turmeric you should have per day, maybe 150 to 300 milligrams, 200 milligrams in a bottle of Zen. Um, yeah. And then just talking about some of the benefits and, and struggles and trials and things. It's kind of fun. I just, I just like talking business of food. So thanks for coming on and sharing that with us. So it's drink Zin, Z-Y-N. And lastly, SM, I always ask everyone this. So if you had to give me your gut reaction on if someone listened to this today and was like, Hey, so interesting. Um, what's one applicable thing that you could tell people to start doing today to improve their health? Uh, first and foremost, cut back on sugar. That is one of the most important things that we can do as humans, generally speaking, if we don't have access to other natural products. Just cut back on the sugar. That will help reduce the inflammation in the body. And then secondly, drink zinc. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought you might say that. I thought you might say yeah. that. Thank, and thanks yeah. for sharing your um 
you know, uh, sometimes it's nice to hear just other people talk about sugar in a different way. So I, I don't mind at all that you say things like that. I think it, it's kind of tough on the immune system in this season of a poor immune system health. So, right. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing your um, sharing your product and your wisdom with us. I think you are very articulate and you did a great job. And so it's drinkzenzyn.com and their, their promo is love zen. But just so you know, it's L-U-V-Z-Y-N. So anyway, I look forward to when we talk again. Talk to you later. Okay. Sam. Thank you so much. One of the best gifts you could give us at The Less Stress Life is your feedback. We are paid in podcast reviews. If you enjoyed this or any other episode, please leave us a review. In the iTunes store or from your podcast app, just search for Less Stress Life as if you're not already subscribed. Click on the banana face image, scroll to the bottom where it shows the text of other reviews, and write a review. While you're there, hey, make sure you hit subscribe. For Android or Stitcher users, you gotta go to the desktop site and search for Less Stress Life and then scroll down to leave a review. Stitcher doesn't load Apple reviews on their site, so if you want, you can leave a review in both places. Your feedback means a lot to the success of the show. Thanks so much for taking the time to do that. You rock. 